around the holidays, especially if uh, there's a power outage. We're going to be talking about those coming up today. Let's bring on our guest right now. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Who we have here with us? Well, this is Brandy, and Debbie Trivet is here with me. Uh-huh. Um, Dr. Cisco wasn't able to make it this morning. She's, you know, a little busy. I understand, uh, and this is obviously the uh, time of the year uh, when things are a little busy around a hospital. I can imagine as, as, as much, uh, but we do have on the phone line right now uh, Trauma Program Manager Brandy Davis as well as Trauma Registrar Debbie Trivet. Good morning, ladies, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, you all did that so harmonically right there. We'll, we'll have to... Uh, We'll have to get you all a group here set up or something. Uh, so we're talking about uh, safety. And we're talking about safety uh, during the holidays, during a power outage. Uh, why, why, are, why are we uh, talking about this? Well, to be honest with you, um, we see a lot of different types of patients come in as a direct result of some holiday-type issues, and also, we see a consistency with some patients that come in with things that happen during power outages. So we thought it would be a good time to get with you guys and maybe help the public understand some do's and don'ts. Okay, and I can understand it. So when you when you talk about um, some um, some injuries and, and and problems that pop up from time to time, what exactly are some of the? Give us some examples of some uh, practical. Uh, things that can happen that can be avoided? Well, during power outages, a lot of times we see people who don't really think much about it. They, the electric's off, no big deal. Let's go out and see what's going on. So they go out into their yards in different places and they, they see the power lines and that kind of thing. So at times we will see people that get, sometimes they just get shocked, sometimes they get electrocuted. And, you know, people have even died going out into their yards and touching down power lines. So it's very important that, you know, if you see downed wires that you don't go near them, that you, you know, call the electric company, call 911, and make sure that those are reported, but to stay away from them. Oh, my goodness. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Especially when you're dealing with uh, power lines uh, coming off a power pole. We're talking high, high voltage there. Uh, and you're absolutely right. Do not, I, I wouldn't even approach them. I would keep a safe distance, let alone touching them. Uh, most definitely, those are uh, some very helpful tips. Uh, what kind of things can we do uh, to keep ourselves safe, uh, for instance, during a power outage? Well, we want to make sure that we keep our refrigerators and our uh, freezers and stuff closed because, you know, as things fall, um, they may refreeze, and then sometimes they spoil, and we get people who eat and uh, drink things out of those freezers that make them sick. I mean, that's just, you know, something easy that we don't think about often. Um, also, you know, if we're using, like, wood fireplaces and that kind of thing, we want to make sure that we have fire extinguishers handy and that we know how to use them. You know, it's very simple. You know, there's uh, pictures on the sides of them. You just pull a pin, flip the handle, and aim and shoot. Um, but make sure that, you know, you've checked them out and made sure you know how to use them before you have to. Um, you want to use flashlights and other lighting sources um, besides candles, if at all possible. 
But if you're using a candle, you want to make sure that you don't leave it unattended. You want to make sure that uh, you keep the pets and the children away from them because they can knock them over and burn themselves or actually cause, cause fires. Um, so those are some, some things that just in general that you want to do. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, of course, uh, if you're uh, using some kind of uh, kerosene heat, uh, if there's a, a power outage, uh, you want to make sure that those things are uh, good and cool before refilling them. Um, and, and again, these are uh, some really good, uh, really good advice here that uh, people should take into consideration when they're dealing with a situation like this. You know, just a minute ago on our call-in show, we had a caller who was talking about having a, uh, uh, well, they were talking about traveling. And they were talking about having a, uh, a kit a uh, survival kit, as as one would say. Would that be a good idea to have in case of a power outage around the house? Um, absolutely. You know, we advise people to make them a power outage box, you know, that everybody in the uh, household knows where it is and, and how to get to it. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to keep it somewhere where you are not going to fall over everything and, and have to actually hunt for it at that time. And and there's a whole list of things, and you can add to this as uh, pertinent for your family. But, you know, at, you want flashlights and other light sources, um, extra batteries for your lights and any kind of device that you may need. Um, first aid kits ought to be, you know, there and, and easy to get to. Um, nowadays, you know, some of us older folks, we didn't have these when we were little, but uh, power, the little charging power batteries that you can charge your phones with and, um, you can actually plug lights into them and, and different things these days. So those are handy to keep in your uh, go box. Um, specialty items for your infants, um, seniors and people with disabilities, things that you may need for them. Keeping in mind that if your elderly mom is in a lift chair to make sure that the batteries are changed in that chair so she can get out of it. Um, bottled water is always good to have handy. Um, you might want to have some things for the kiddos as well, as, as yourself, books, um, board games, playing cards, different types of things, or a lot of extra ba uh, battery packs for their phones and their iPads. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and again, uh, uh, a, a bottled water, um, things to kind of pass the time, because a lot of times when you have uh, power outages, especially power outages that happen uh, from um, horrendous weather events like blizzards uh, or um, uh, you know massive thunderstorms, the power could be out for uh, a day or so. So you're going to have to have some something there to uh, occupy that time. Uh, so we're we're talking about um, things to have in case the power goes out. Now I know I've worked with my brother; he installs uh, those uh, standby generators. Uh, and those uh, those things seem to go pretty good, but those are an installation on your house. You have a lot of folks out there who use those gasoline powered generators in order to put power into their home, uh, and so you have to pull the generator out, you have to start it, you have to put it. Uh, have there have you run into many injuries caused by those? Because, like I said, if you have one installed in your home, there's not much you have to do about that. But what kind of things uh, do you need to know to stay safe when using a generator? several different kinds of things that we can talk about to help keep people safe because we do probably at least a couple times during the cold season when there's 
just depends on how many outages we have. We usually either at least get one or two, and sometimes multiple people out of the same household because of things that go on with generators. Uh, again, you mentioned kerosene heaters and letting them cool and that kind of thing when you go to, uh, to put gas and stuff back in them. The same thing with these. You have to make sure they're turned off. You don't want to put uh, gas in a motor that's running. It's just like when you go put gas in your car. You've got to turn your car off. Um, you want to make sure that when you are positioning these generators that you put them outside. Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, some people are going, really? Oh. Well, you can't put your generator inside your house, even if it is in another room. Yes. You want to make sure that it's at least 15 feet from the house, and you're thinking, well, that's a lot of extension cord. It is. But um, depending on the way the, the wind is blowing and that kind of thing, um, that the carbon monoxide that comes off of those can come into your home. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you another thing, very too. Very careful and very systematic about where you put your generator. And you also want to watch out for those dryer vents. Uh, yes, dry absolutely. And yes. you may not think about it, but you've got... Some people uh, with gas hot, wa uh, hot water tanks mm -hmm. have those that, that uh, go out of the house and stuff as well. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you don't think about the venting that goes under your house, but that goes in and it can come up through your house as well. Uh, what other uh, kind of uh, generator safety uh, should, should one keep in mind when they're uh, setting up their generator when the power is out? Well, you need to make sure that you have good um, extension cords that are heavy-duty and rated for what you're using them for because they can get hot and they can actually cause fires inside your home as well. So you want to make sure that your extension cords meet the standards that you need for your uh, generator. And when we're talking about, um, we're talking about potential fire risk, uh, yes. And by the way, we are talking with uh, Brandy Davis. Uh, she is the uh, trauma program manager. We also have uh, Debbie Trivet, the trauma registrar uh, from Logan Regional Medical Center, talking today about some uh, helpful uh, 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 guides and um, tips here for uh, staying safe this holiday as well as uh, power outages. Let's switch from the power outages to talking about around the home for the holidays. Of course, uh, we all are putting our decorations up. We have our tree that we're decorating uh, and so forth. What are some tips there to make sure that we don't cause uh, or, or we should be able to mitigate uh, any kind of hazards when we're decorating for the holidays? Well, we want to make sure that we're not overloading our circuits and things, uh, making sure that we don't have too many sets of, of lights plugged into each other. Um, you want to make sure that you're not on a ladder by yourself decorating because, mm. you know, not that you want somebody there to spot you, but you don't want to lay in your floor for hours while, you know, everybody else is out having a good time. So make sure that you're not climbing around when you're all alone. So that's a good one. Um, make sure that when you're out shopping that you're paying attention to where your kids are and you as a person make sure where other kids because we have lots of kids out with everybody and you can't see them in parking lots and you would be surprised at the kids that get bumped with cars and some can be seriously injured uh, by that so you want to look around and, and check and uh, make sure that you know the kids are where they were when you started before you actually back out of your car 
and uh, uh, also um, uh, holiday uh, shopping safety. Uh, I guess uh, people uh, want to look out um, for uh, well-lit parking areas as well. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to get caught up in everything and not be aware of your surroundings, you know, and, and it makes you a target. So, you know, we don't want anybody harmed or anything like that. And, you know, we don't want people carrying large amounts of cash. And one thing that I thought really was interesting, and I never thought about it until I got in this kind of a, a job for injury prevention and stuff, is um, if you're going to put a bunch of stuff in your car, mm -hmm. you might want to at least just drive around the parking lot and park again. That way they see you as leaving versus seeing you as parking your car and then leaving it. And, you know, you don't want to get caught when somebody is breaking in your car because then you're more apt to get hurt trying to protect your uh, belongings. So um, just just things that we don't always think about. Oh, goodness. And that's quite practical, too, because if you go and spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars shopping, and then you're gonna you're gonna check out something else. You you want to unload your arms and your buggy, and you take it out to the car, and you have a you have a perpetrator out there who has marked you as an easy mark here to steal a couple of hundred, if not a thousand dollars worth of gifts and prizes. Well, if you get in your car and you pull out, they'll probably just lose interest and think you're leaving, and you just double back and find another parking spot. That's actually not a bad idea. And two pieces of equipment that every home should have, or it can be one, it just depends on how you buy it. A carbon monoxide detector for all of us with gas heat mm -hmm. and all of us that uh, may use a generator, make sure you have a, a functioning carbon monoxide detector and smoke detector. So that way when we may have slipped and overloaded something or the generator may be too close to the house, at least we have an alarm that can, you know, alert us and so that we can get out of the home and keep our family safe. Ladies, we're running short on time right now. Uh, I think you have been uh, absolutely informative here. Again, we're speaking with Brandy Davis, trauma program manager, and Debbie Trivet, the trauma registrar. Anything else we want to add here at the end? I think we're good. <laughs> Everybody be safe and have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That's ab absolutely uh, true. And, uh, We'll, uh, we'll uh, add some of these uh, to our social media pages, these uh, tips and uh, things, so people can uh, look at them and uh, get uh, uh, more stuff that we didn't even have time to get to. There's all kinds of stuff that you can do to protect yourself, protect your family, protect your friends and guests this holiday, as well as uh, protecting yourself and being prepared for in the event of a power outage or some other uh, emergency event. Uh, Brandy, Debbie, I appreciate you both for calling up and uh, thank you all very much. I know it's going to be a busy holiday and it's always busy in the medical field, I'm certain. But uh, thank you all so much for being very informative today and uh, thank you for calling in. We look forward to talking to you again with Logan Regional Medical Center and you. You two have a wonderful and Merry Christmas and an even better New Year. Thank you, Aaron. And that's it for Logan Regional Medical Center and you. And uh, again, you can uh, you could go to our Facebook page or our Twitter page. Just follow us at WVOW Radio, and uh, we will have these tips and uh, other helpful hints on ways to protect yourself and your family in the event of an emergency or over the holiday, because accidents do happen. Coming up next, 
It's the Hymn and Gospel Time from the Thornhill Auto Group. 1021 currently. <laughs> 